The Tilted Landshark Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $50 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Sleeper. You already play fantasy on Sleeper, but now you can win cold, hard cash with their over-under game. Just head to sleeper.com slash SGP on your phone to join the SGPN group, and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. That's sleeper.com slash SGP. And make sure to check out our new Discord server. The perfect place to interact and sweat bets with the entire SGPN crew. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. Welcome, everybody, to the Tilted Landshark Podcast, brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. I'm one of your hosts, Chase Sessoms, the Wolf of Oaklawn. And what? who's here with me to talk AUDL, my partner in crime, my co-host, my PIC. I think that also stands there for partner is. in crime. A little redundancy. Um, Zach, r- forget the redundancy of Ello. How's that for a nickname? Yeah, hey, man. Uh, long. But the uh, intro is nice. Uh, what's up? Man, uh, for the folks who can't see us, uh, Zach is going to be forced to watch me eat pasta uh, as this happens. Uh, Zach, was, uh... Uh, you, so hold on. You've been doing the over-unders on Twitter. You've been coming up with your, your own prop bets over-under. Yeah. I got one for you. Over-under. Give it to me. All right. Pieces of pasta that are left in my beard after consuming this bowl. One and Where's a half. Number at? One, One and, and a half. half over under. Oh man, that's that's a a lot of area for beer to collect some mm-hmm. uh, pasta. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go yep. under. I'm gonna I'm gonna zag while everyone zigs on this. Go I'm in, gonna go, go ahead and say the under. Go in the clean route. I like it. I, I like mean, it. I'm looking Not... at you twirl right now. You're you have a tight twirl. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You don't have a spoon there to catch the twirl, but the twirl's tight enough. Good form. It's a very Good form. It's a very tight twirl. Um, I, th- I think that's where my, my joint rolling capabilities came from. Ah, they're probably not related. I felt like the right thing to say, though, at the time. It makes but, sense. Yeah, of course it makes sense. We're, we are a it, – it's almost the end of the season. We were in week 12. And what do we do on Thursdays during AUDL seasons? What do we do? We pick winners. We pick all sorts go. of winners. Hey, by the, by the way, you put some numbers together last time. Our, our totals uh, against the spread and, and over-unders. Um, he yes. did it on the on the back of a boarding pass. Uh, one, paper boarding pass. Where are you, a fucking charlatan? Uh, two. That, wasn't, that was not my fault. That was uh, Frontier having a terrible system. But I want to get into that. All right, all right. Gotcha. And uh, two, the, my man's mind never stops. He said, you know, he's, you know, just sitting there jotting down numbers like, hey, how are we doing against the spread? How are we doing against these over-unders? So, um, yeah. Zach, tell, tell the people how beautiful we are. Yeah, let's give ourselves a little performance review. Um, mm-hmm. Let's hit the over-unders. Okay. Uh, obviously, we're not picking every game total, so not all this adds up to the amount of games that were. But I'm 29-8 and eight on the totals. That there's – no. This, are we counting it when the bowl – okay – by the way, guys, sidetrack. We're we're doing a count on the pasta and beard. Are are we counting 
now or after the bowl of pasta is done? After it's done, because it could possibly fall out. I'm just saying. Like, Gravity's you, strong. It's you're there. Sweat, I see you're it. sweating this over under already, because <laughs> we're already sitting yeah. at one. It's not even halftime yet, is it? It's not um, even halftime. It's not even the end of the first quarter, my man. Oh, no. That's a lot of pasta. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm 29 and 8 on the totals. You're sitting at 29 and 19 on the totals. Lots of profit to go around there. That's Lots it. of yeah. profit. Yep. Um. And against the spread, I'm not doing too hot. We'll disregard my number because I really want to highlight your number, Chase. 42 and 33 against the spread. Um, <laughs> That's what I do! <laughs> As a podcast, we're well over 500, which profit is a profit, you know? Get yeah. yourself some extra units going into football season. Listen, to the folks listening I who might want to – uh, see me as some sort of like cultic figure, maybe move to a compound in Montana to learn my teachings. I will say that I am not a prophet, but sometimes I have prophetic dreams. Um, I think, what do we say on this podcast before? We're not prophets, but we just make profit. That's Is that sure. what we say? That works. Yeah. That works too. Um, but speaking of profit, that was a smooth transition for once. We're going to be going through week 12 of the AUDL action. As always, we've got our undercard and then we've got our three grand marquee games the grand marquises as i like to call them uh so without further ado let's start ripping through these and as always we're starting on the east coast because that's how time zones work i think uh we got dc heading to montreal going across the border they are a five point favorite against montreal total set of 43 and a half montreal plus 600 uh dog on the money line um this Canadian teams have actually started to get just confusing to me also. The Madison Radicals and Canadian teams. I don't know what it is. Yeah, I think we can go ahead and just fade Montreal. Um, Toronto is the only Canadian team worth considering for anything. Um, but D.C. could take a deep breath now, can't they? After yeah. what they had to go through the last two weekends against uh, Philadelphia. so Still too soon um, to talk about those Philadelphia games, Zach. <clears throat> I'm sorry, but we still have to talk about Philadelphia in the podcast no, here in a few I minutes. Know. Hopefully you're ready. Um, I won't be. DC traveling to Canada. We got America's team traveling to America's enemy. Um, no Joe Richards for DC. No Malik uh, Samar from Montreal. Uh, um, and so he's actually playing for Team Canada at the World Games right now. <laughs> Sorry, and uh, I'm sorry to just, just seduce me with the pasta. Yeah, that's my fault. He's trying to give you these these nuggets of wisdom. And I am seductively eating spaghetti <laughs> with a little bit of pesto. Uh, please continue. Yeah, no, easily said than done. Um, so a couple of key players missing in both games. Their first matchup, DC beat them seventeen twenty seven. Um, I don't know if it's going to be another ten point blowout, but Montreal in their last five are one of four against the spread. Their last seventh or one and six straight up. They kind of just have been falling apart. Um, and so this is being the first leg of a back-to-back. I kind of like where DC stands on this at minus five. What do you say? What say you? I'm actually, I'm going to lean into, I'm going to go to back to the well uh, with our crossing the border angle. And I'm going to say that Montreal covers that five. Uh, I also think okay. that they're probably exhausted 
uh, after playing in uh, aforementioned uh, heartbreaking games back-to-back weeks. Uh, the total mm-hmm. is something that I think I'm actually probably going to stay away from. One, because I haven't yeah, looked up the, the weather in Montreal. But also, it's it's a mixed bag. I, I really don't know what I'm going to get. I mean, in tough games against Philly, uh, a, a 44, you know, hitting 44 points, that felt a little mm-hmm. bit dicey. Then you have the dicey performances of Montreal over the last few. But I do think that Montreal can cover the five. Now, I'll, I'm with you. I can't pick a total on this because I think 43 and a half is a tough number. But I will spit some facts at our listeners, and they can take with this what they want. DC is 7-1 on the over-under. But I think Montreal has thrown in a towel, right? They <clears throat> are pretty much out of the playoff race. I don't know how much they're going to want to be in this game. And the weather does look pretty good up in Montreal. Cool, fair weather. So uh, I'm not going to lean one way or the other. I want to go DC minus five, though, to start off this road trip um, and then see where they go from there. All right. So nice. We talked about it twice. DC in another Canadian game. They head to Ottawa after they play against Montreal. Uh, They're the five-point favorite uh, going against Ottawa. Total set at 45 and a half. Uh, Ottawa, the plus 600 dog. Uh, heavy favorite DC minus 1000. I want to hear what you want to say, what you're going to say. And then I'm going to say what I got to say, which is I got something cooking here. What do you think? Uh Oh, all right. Then I'll be quick. Um, first meeting between the two teams that haven't played since 2019 pre COVID. Um, I Ottawa as underdogs are five and two against the spread. They've kind of got them dogs in them. They don't win, but they'll cover. Um, even though they had a good one against Montreal, uh, who knows if that game's fraudulent or not. Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, picking a side is tough because DC is on that international back-to-back road trip. Yep. Um, I think I'm going to go with our trend here. Later on in the podcast, I, I'm going to pick against the trend. Here I'm picking for our trend here. Uh, Ottawa plus five. Um, and I'll let you say your spiel, and I'll talk about the total afterwards. Okay, everyone shut up. I'm taking Ottawa on the money line against oh, DC. Oh, God. Plus 600. It's time, it, this, is, this, this is the time. This is the time to break trends. Um, DC has played in some very tough games. Uh, if you look back through Ottawa's last few games, one, they got the win last week, and then you go back mm-hmm. a couple weeks, you look, and they played New York – 21-15. They lost 21-15. Who's the last team to hold New York to like sub 30 points? It was I think like Philly, like week two or so. If you discount DC. Yeah. Like I uh, so, Philly's the only other team that's played them close. So I think that that Ottawa might be uh you know a little bit of a diamond in the rough here. Um that okay. they've had some tough games and it's kind of maybe uh maybe kind of you know hidden the the old uh resurgent ottawa outlaws and their their sexy sexy mustaches so you've got ottawa plus Mine, 600 is what we're doing right plus 600 you can go ahead and um, give me the pl- plus five also staying away from the total yeah one too. i'm gonna I'm, I'm not gonna spoil the fun now but i may have something as saucy up my sleeve okay. uh sometime down the podcast yeah if there if um if uh, if it's like pesto saucy, like pass that over here because I could use a little bit more on my pasta. Yeah, I've got nothing in my beard, man. I'm sorry, I can't. I got nothing to share for you. Yeah, that, um, that clear beard isn't really catching things. 
So Ottawa money line, I like it, but what about the total? What do you think about 45 and a half? Uh, Weather looks to be decent, light winds. I don't think they have any sort of moisture to be worried about. What do you What do you like about the total? What do you don't like about the total? You, you know what? It feels too high, but and I wasn't going to pick a side, but now like the more I think about it, the more this seems like like it is too high. Because I mean, I'm I'm thinking of a game against New York where there was only 36 points total. I, I mean, they they don't score just like a whole bunch. Uh, DC, I mean, they they could put up points, but I mean, they're they're not a team that's going to run up and, and, you know, hang up 33 on you. I think you might've goaded me into, into taking the, the under, under here, under 45 and a half. So we got my first lock alert. Uh, I am also on the under. So <coughs> here's what uh, I think DC, like I said, previously seven, one over under, but at 45 and a half, they're, They've only hit this total three times. They're three and six if the total was set at 45 and a half. Um, Ottawa only twice has hit that total, and that's because New York put up quite a bit of points on them. Um, DC's defense, although the stats don't back it, their defense is still pretty stout um, behind, you know, David Cranston, Reese Bergeron. Uh, I think this game kind of gets slow and sloppy late. One, because DC is on the road trip. But their defense can't travel and slow down Ottawa enough. 45 and a half is just too high. So I'm walking the under there. All right. Well, we will come back to the Eastern Division when we hit our Grand Marquis because we've got a game there uh, that's that's been designated as such. Now, moving on, hitting the Central Division. We've got Indianapolis Alicats hitting the Madison, no longer Baticals. The Radicals, they are a two-point favorite. Total set at 42 and a half, minus 320 on the money line, uh, Indianapolis plus 245. I think, I think, I think I figured out Madison. Oh yeah. What's this? What's this? Oh, I like, I don't have any reasoning behind it, but I think I figured out that they, they might be a decent Frisbee team. So I'm taking Madison to cover the two. And uh, even though they're playing outside, I'm still going to take the the over here, over the 42 and a half. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, we got some scattered storms possible in Madison uh, when they pick up a little bit in the evening. Uh, Indy is traveling without Brett Masuka. I don't think that means much because Brett Masuka for Indy hasn't done much. Um, if you play Ultimate, though, you know the name. But at this level, at his age, hasn't really done too much. Uh, yeah, I'm with you. Madison minus two is the play. The only downside is the juice is at minus 155, so you may have to put like an extra unit on it to make the bet kind of cash out well enough. Um, yeah, I think they could lock it up. And so this is like a must-win for Indy. Indy, as we talked about in the previous podcast, is in a pretty big hole to uh, reach the playoffs. Daniel Cohen on Twitter kind of went through the playoff scenario. Uh, a lot has to happen. I don't think Indy's going to go into Madison and get the win. Um, I'm actually going to be on the under 42 and a half. Uh, but my lock, this is my second lock. I'll go ahead and say it now. Second lock, Madison minus two. I think Madison just gets the win. The two points, laying two points doesn't scare me at all. So, and yeah, they've, they've gone through a pretty tough gauntlet these last four games. They've played Chicago, Minnesota twice in Austin. And now they had to play Indianapolis. Um, I think uh, 
I think they they have uh, you know the confidence now at this point, and I think they're going to start playing as the playoff team here soon. So Madison minus two is the play. All right, so moving on, we've got Carolina going out of their division, heading into the Central, and Carolina is playing Pittsburgh, playing against the the uh, the Phoenix Pittsburgh. They're a five point favorite. Total set at thirty seven and a half. Of course, minus sixteen hundred on the on the money line. Pittsburgh plus 750, which even that, that feels too small. Like I, I would want like plus 1000 in this game, probably. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, well, I'm going to let, let you give your pick, but uh, I'm just going to say this one's, it's feeling like a, might be an early celebration of the month of pop and Locktoberfest. You know what I'm saying? You, you, explain. You know, you know, for the who, listeners, what, I get it for the listeners. You know who one of my favorite actresses is? Who's Heather, Heather Poppin Locklear. Uh, I, I think I might have a little lock, lock play here after after Zach gives his. Okay. Um, yeah, so here are some facts for you guys. Chance of storms pretty late in uh, Pittsburgh. No Elijah Long for Carolina. <coughs> I thought they are going to be without Eric Taylor because he's on Team USA at the World Games down in Birmingham, but he is rostered and looking to play. I just watched the USA-Canada game. He wasn't even playing in it. Uh, I think he's back in Carolina with the uh, Flyers. Um, Carolina six and two against the spread in the, uh, against the spread in their last eight, three and two on the road. They've only allowed two teams to score over twenty. Um, so Pitt, uh, outside of their three games against Detroit and their indoor game against Indy, they've averaged fourteen point six goals a game. So I am on the under. 37 and a half. Not only that, you get plus 110 odds on it. So you get a pretty good price for what could be an ugly low scoring game. Um, and for the sake of picking a side, I'm going to go Carolina minus five. Well, you, I, you talked me into telling you on the under, I, I thought about avoiding the totals here, but I'm, I'm going to agree with you on that, that under then. And uh, yeah, let's go ahead and lock it up. Give me Carolina minus five. Um, I feel, I feel bold as the lock with the lock because of, you know no hook on this, so I, I can maybe even push. I, I can still maybe get get money back mm-hmm. on this one if it, if it ends up a five points, you know five point difference. But uh, I, I do think that Carolina kind of goes in and to use the southernism just mollywomps them, just Ooh. raise their raise their whomping sticks. Uh, <laughs> so we've got one more game in the central before we come back to our grand marquees, Madison. The Radicals go on the road to take on the Detroit Mechanics with an X. Detroit, it's now or never. It's a six and a half point spread. Madison, of course, favored 42 and a half on the total, minus 2,000. And once again, uh, Detroit on the money on the money line feels too small. Like th- this needs to be plus 2,000, probably. Yeah. Um, even though, I mean, we had our doubts about Madison. We thought they were Radicals. We now think they're Radicals. We'll learn more on Friday, but hopefully never sackles, you know? Um, Mm. Yeah. Minus six and a half. um, I'm going to, even though Detroit showed signs of life last week, God bless you, Detroit. You tried. Uh, I'm going to go Madison. I'm going to go Madison covers the six and a half, but I'm going to go under on this total 42 and a half. Cause how many points is Detroit going to score? Really? Really? Yeah. No more than like 16. Yeah. 15 points probably. I'm making a so bold prediction. They score 13. Yeah, I don't. So you're going to go under, or you want to leave that off the board? Oh no, I'm going. I'm I'm going under definitely. 
Yeah, 42 and a half is pretty high. Um, let me see something here. Detroit. <coughs> I mean, every time they hit an over, obviously they get carried by whoever they're playing against. Madison, not really known for their scoring. So under is a good play. Uh, I support it. There's not much to say outside of this game except just fade Detroit. Um, I personally won't be touching this game at all. If I'm picking a side, I'm picking Madison minus six and a half. Yeah. My only fear is we get Madison doing everything they can to knock Indy out of playoff contention. Yeah. And then the next day drive six and a half hours, probably all in the same day to play Detroit. That may be a sloppy first quarter. If we get a, if we can ever get a total for the first quarter, the under would be the play. Um, so I think a slow start could hinder the minus six and a half, but it's just hard to pick Detroit against the spread. So I'm going to go Madison minus six and a half. They probably blow them out in the second half. Detroit gives up, waves a white flag. Madison keeps scoring. So speaking of keeping scoring, I don't know. I don't know. This. I was just going to say we, we got some. We got to do some 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 ad reads. Get some words in from some sponsors. We'll be right back with more of the Tilted Land Shark Podcast Week 12 edition. So stick around. Make sure to get down on the wins. Bet $50 to win $200 promotion where a $50 bet qualifies you for up to $200 in free bets. And if you're betting baseball, you have to check out WinBet. Their reduced juice in baseball games makes them the best place to bet the MLB. And now, bet $500 on sports or in the casino before July 31st, 2022. Get entered to win the ultimate fantasy football draft experience at Encore Beach Club, including a two-night stay at Win Resorts for you and your entire league. Multiple entries are allowed. There's so much to choose from, and all you have to do is download the WinBet app or visit wynnbet.com to get started. Offer subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough WinBet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. And now, on to Sleeper. Sleeper is the fastest growing fantasy platform today with millions of players. You probably already have a fantasy league on there. I use it for mine. It's a game-changing product unlike anything else in the industry. And now you can make money on Sleeper 2 by playing their new over and under game. It's super simple. First, for any sport, choose two or more players that you like and pick the over under. For example, baseball is going on right now. The number of hits in a baseball game. Then, choose the amount of money you want to enter into the contest. If you pick correctly, you can win anywhere from two times to over 20 times the money you put in. The main reason I'm excited about over under on Sleeper is that it's the only app where I can join my buddies' contests and play together. It's got a built-in group chat where I can see and copy my friends' picks with the tap of a button. It's insanely fun to ride it out together. Stop what you're doing and download Sleeper now to play their new over-under game. Have fun with your friends and make some money. On your mobile phone, join our listener group on Sleeper at sleeper.com SGP, and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. That's right. Join our squad and get the 100% deposit match at sleeper.com SGP. And make sure to check out our new Discord server, the perfect place to interact and sweat bets with the entire SGPN crew. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. Welcome back to the Tilted Landshark Podcast. We are going through this week 12 of AUDL action, and we are going through our appetizer games right now. And uh, true or false, California knows how to party. California. Hey, I got that pop culture reference right there. There we go. Yeah. yeah, there we go. Look at that. You look good. Right. You look good. 
you look good with my when my pop be, culture references land. Well, you look good all the time. Embarrassing. Embarrassing if I couldn't get that one. So here we go. We've got Colorado heading to LA. Colorado, the six and a half point favorite. Total set at 40 and a half. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I feel like a little bit of a little bit of a John Locke might appear in this game for me. Uh and mm. Colorado minus 2,000 on the money line. So very fitting. Uh, I, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Uh, you can go ahead and lock me up on the over in this game. It's set at 40 and a half. Uh, call, hell, Colorado can score that on their own, it feels like. Not really, but uh, they put up a lot of points. Uh, the West, just in general, puts up a lot of points. They're like Mountain West football or some shit, you know? Um, so uh, go ahead and lock me in on, on that total there. And uh, it's a big number. Uh, anytime it gets above five. Is, is what I, I consider to be a big spread in the AUDL. It's a big number. Give, I mean, what does Colorado, what incentive does Colorado have to go out and just put up 30 points in this game? I don't think any, because the Zero. game the night before San Diego is, you know, the yeah. all out game for them. Um, yeah. 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 It, it, would, it would take a major geological event, like a sinkhole or an earthquake to keep, uh Colorado out of the playoffs at this point uh like you know it would have to be some terrible tragedy to keep them yeah. from playing in the AUDL playoffs so you can go ahead lock me down again plus six and a half LA ah man how many you get three locks how many how many that's locks the, does the uh, SGPN give you that was that was my third lock that was my third lock this isn't lock abuse okay all right so yeah. we're not lock abusing here yeah, I mean, you get a lock, and you get a lock, and you get a lock. Yeah, I'm not out here singing la cappella, you know. I'm All just, right. uh, I'm telling you, I, I hit my limit. I, I seem to remember you going over on your locks. Sooner before. or later, I'm going to ask you to lock it out. Okay, that's all. Um, just remember, I have the power of the mute button, sir. Okay, <laughs> Zach, wait. You're the, uh, you edit a lot here. Um, I feel like I told you how this game is going to go, and you're going to agree with me. True or false? Yeah. Well, yeah. <clears throat> not necessarily. So I, I do agree with you, the over. The over is a good play. Um, I think there could be a lot of scoring here. Um, last time we saw these teams play, LA just looked terrible in the second half of that game. That wasn't even a back-to-back road trip. That was a one-off game. They had the game tied and then just got walloped in the second half. Um, and as of late, their offense looked like they've been struggling a little bit. They've kind of lost that identity. Their defense has never really been known to do a whole lot. <clears throat> we saw that game when they played San Diego, and it just went back and forth and back and forth, and L.A. just struggled to get breaks. Uh, here are some you know, statistics that you can look at. Um, the Summit are 54.6% break conversion, so – if they get the disc 100 times, they're going to break 55 times. Really good. One of the top in the league. Aviators, bottom eight in the league, I believe, and 21 turnovers per game. Um, I get it. Colorado's traveling second half of back-to-back. Uh, the incentive to play is they're in sunny L.A., and they probably have nothing to do on Sunday. So yeah. play hard, party hard afterwards. I want to go Summit minus six and a half here, actually. Um that's going to be my lean. I think they're just too much. I kind of watched half the roster play at this tournament. I was at this past weekend in person. Yeah. And they're just tall and athletic. And on a turn, they possess the disc as shown by their 54.6% break opportunities. So I want to go summit minus six and a half. 
Um, and just I'm gonna let's see if how well they can dominate LA. Uh, I'm not I'm leaning towards the over with you though. I'm not gonna pick it myself here, but I'll definitely lean towards the over. All right, so moving on, we got Salt Lake Shred heading into the to the mean streets of Oakland. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. Hey, oh, oh, hey, 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 all right, all right, hey, come on now, easy, hey, watch it. Spider territory, you're in the web, hey, oh, oh, oh. Um, oh, all right. Salt Lake, a three-point favorite. They are minus three. It's a 47.5 total, and they are minus 600 on the money line. Oakland plus mm-hmm. 350. Could this be an upset spot for Oakland? Zach, discuss. No. That's it. End of discussion. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, I will say this. It's probably this going to be – the forecast is three days out. Guys, check the weather beforehand. But this looks like it's going to be one of the windier games. Mm-hmm. Uh, winds up to 10 to 15 miles per hour. Uh, so we'll throw that out there. I'll also throw up the last time these two teams met, Salt Lake 130-21. to 21. And if you look at Oakland's last three games – it was Seattle, Seattle, Portland. And they, those two games against Seattle were games where Seattle, I don't think, were at full strength. Um, and so but it's great what Oakland's doing. I threw them in a couple of my uh, top five power rankings, you know, for teams sure. under 500, teams on the outside looking in. Sure. But Salt Lake's offense is back up and running. This team could put up 30 against Oakland. I don't think Oakland's going to catch up. Uh, I'm going to pick the minus three. Um, where do I have? I thought I showed the price of the minus three. I think it's just like minus one thirty-five or something. So a little bit of juice than your typical minus one ten. And I'll throw this one more nugget to kind of go against Oakland. Here is before those three games I talked about the Seattle Seattle Oakland lineup. Uh, Oakland was zero and five against the spread. Um, uh, put them back against a. Uh, Elite team like Salt Lake, they probably get put in their place. I'm going to go Salt Lake City minus three for this game. Yeah, I, I got to agree. And then I, I, I mean, I mean, I've been told that I, I'm out of locks. So, but if I had extra locks, I, I would be locked in on this under. Given, the I think weather. I have one more lock to give. If we're going to do three locks, look at you just savoring, just dangling, uh, teasing me. I won't. Uh, by the way, this total I'm not touching. Forty-seven and a half. If Salt Lake puts up 30, 32 points, then maybe, probably, this will hit the over. Uh, and it's just a matter of, are they going to do it that game? I'm not going to touch the total because okay. 47 and a half typically I'll hit the under, but Salt Lake's the team that could push this game to an over. I want to see Salt Lake and New York play each other. Okay. That game would be like, if Salt Lake is clicking, which I think you put them up against higher level teams, they kind of slow down their offense a little bit. Yeah, but if Salt Lake's clicking against New York, that could be a high-scoring game, like we, a we fun, high-energy game. We we should put a pin in, in this and actually come back to it. Uh, I'm gonna say my my piece on this, but I think we could have a like a full board debate on this later in another episode. Um, I don't think Salt Lake is big enough, tall enough to to give New York that game. I think people like Babbitt would just like put their nuts on people's shoulders and just dominate. Um, he tends to do that. You know, they're just I mean mad. half the roster could do that. Yeah, Marquise pretty much. Brownlee, John Lithia, Antoine Davis. Yeah. Ben the yacht. Ben um, yacht. So 
heading down to it's the dirty dirty that's right the south division um these games are just always fun we got atlanta heading to tampa bay <laughs> i feel like they've done I feel like they've done this every other week for the entire season they've played that's six times it's the hardest division to handicap because these teams play each other too much and there's so much variation in how they play each other um yeah. And apparently the book didn't stop at the bait shop because there are just not many hooks in the in the lines uh, this week because uh, Atlanta's a five-point favorite. Total set at 37.5 and, a half, and uh, Tampa Bay plus 750. Once again, that feels like it should be a four-digit plus money money line. Um, mm-hmm. uh, 1,500. That would be, I think, would be fair money to get back yeah. for that to even justify taking that shot. Um, but, uh, I mean... One thing I feel pretty confident in, though, is, is going to be the under in this. Just I don't know if it's if it's style of play. I don't know if it's just lack of of you know uh, gelling with this roster. But yeah. uh, we talked about it. Atlanta's not scoring points right now. Um, they they would be they would have a playoff point uh, spot locked up if they were able to score at a respectable rate the entire game. But they just seem to fizzle. So. Yeah, I, I'm going to go under uh, the 37 and a half. I'm going to take Tampa Bay plus five, though. This isn't quite a big spread. I said over five is my thing. But at the same time, like, do you think Atlanta really just, like, rebounds and says, you know, like, hey, fuck yeah, like, let's, t- let's go out with a bang after after they essentially just – got pretty much eliminated by by Austin last week. And from what I hear, there is a a vibrant and uh, you know, uh varied uh strip club scene in Tampa Bay. I hear they're world class. I mean mm-hmm. I, I don't know I how it is for you, but anytime my Frisbee team walked into a strip club, I mean it was just instantly into the VIP, just bottles after bottles of Dom Perion because all, you know, we're we were celebrities. And I feel that's like how I mean Atlanta obviously hang out in Magic City every night, but you know whenever they go on the road too to those chicken wings for the wings. Whoa, relax for the wings. For the wings. Yeah, that's why you're that. Yeah, that's why you go to Magic City was for the chicken wings. Yeah, and so they're they're gonna head to the head to the you know the peppermint rhino for uh, for taquitos uh, in Tampa Bay. Um, but yeah, I, I don't think I don't think Atlanta's gonna be motivated in the slightest. So give me give me plus five um, there and the under. I can tell you right now, and I, I don't speak for every athlete, but. Once you're out of playoff contention, you know how demoralizing that is? At this point, it just turns into, hey, I'm road tripping with some of my good friends for free to play Frisbee, and then I get to hang out in Tampa Bay afterwards. Uh, I'm with you. Atlanta's not playing for anything. Um, They're going to scoreboard watch Austin versus Dallas, and that's not even worth it because Austin's going to win pretty handily. So I'm actually also on – I can't believe I'm doing this. Tampa Bay plus five. Um. Look at us both on yeah. Tampa Bay. What is the world coming to? If I were to pick a total, um, I would also say under. I think just ugly ultimate keeps Tampa within five of this. <coughs> Atlanta can't travel well. I think they're what two and four maybe on the road. Yeah, with two of those wins being an overtime against Dallas and then eighteen sixteen win against Tampa. Yeah. Um, it's. I was looking at the roster for Atlanta before this game, and they're still traveling with a decent roster. It's like, what happened to this team? Um, it's kind of 
as an Atlanta fan, it's kind of been heartbroken, heartbreaking yeah. to kind of see. Uh, Tampa hey. plus five just because Atlanta can't travel well. And I mean, listen, man, you're, you're preaching to the choir. I love the game. I love the hustle, man. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't think they're very motivated at this point. It's just really just like, hey, let's let's take a road trip to Tampa one last time this year. Last game of our non-marquee games, and it's another one of these. It's just, well, let's see if we can, we can both give or take in this one in five words or less. Uh, it's going to be Dallas heading to Austin. Austin is a seven-point favorite. Total set at 41 and a half. Uh, Austin minus 2,000 on the money line. Five words. Go. Uh, Austin in a landslide. Yeah, that works. I, I wow. understand. Look at me. Yeah. yeah. Did you count landslide? Look at me. Did you count landslide as one or two? Landslide is definitely one word, isn't it? So I have one more word to spare. Yeah. Uh, which you usually, I, I would go motherfuckers. That's, that's a powerful way to end it. I, and it, it that's one word. In a landslide also. motherfuckers. That's what I like. I feel like Zach didn't really swear a whole lot on the pod until uh, I finally got got him, you know, loose and you know. And now <laughs> he's hanging realized, out. Now he's hanging out. With I realized, hotel. People are getting shot. He said, "Once I realized uh, family isn't listening anymore, I'm like, all right, time to let loose a little bit." Uh, yeah. No, it's it. It takes me a while to open up and kind of uh, get out there a little bit. So you're a little fortune yeah. cookie. I'm changing nickname mid show. Little fortune cookie Velo. Oh, oh, all right. That's all I got to say about that. What do you have? Austin spread and under fools. Okay. I'm not touching the total here. Um, yeah, you do that. I don't think Dallas is going to have a lot of their key players <coughs> in this one, even in overtime. Dallas put up 14 against Atlanta. So under would be a good play. Uh, I'm just not going to touch it. So I I apologize to anybody who plays for Dallas who listens to this. This is, this is going to sound really mean. um, But I I feel like when you, when you're given low hanging fruit like this, you should always take it because it's the the best tasting fruit most of the time, which is uh, Dallas has key players. Yeah. Surprise. Everyone has a key player. They may just be a key player for their own team. Um, I see. It's like all, all thumbs are fingers, but not all fingers are thumbs. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. No Brandon Malachek, no Thomas Slack. Uh, those are some studs for Dallas. I mean, at least when I played against them, they could have gotten older like I have and slower and less athletic, but yep. You can tell that Zach's gotten older because he's actually wearing reading glasses and a cardigan right now. All right. Don't forget the scarf. Don't forget the scarf. We have got to take a break. When we come back, we're going to hit these grand marquee games, wrap up week 12 action for you. And we'll be right back with more tilted land shark podcast brought to you by the sports gambling podcast network. Listen, folks, my coffee maker is it's not working right now. Do I feel like burning this house to the ground? I sure do. I need my coffee and I think you need trade coffee. Trade Coffee sends you freshly roasted beans from 60 of the country's best craft roasters, small businesses who pay farmers fair prices to sustainably source the greatest beans from around the world. Whether your friends call you a coffee snob, or you just know when coffee tastes really perfect, Trade's real coffee experts personally taste test over 450 roasts so they know exactly what to recommend for you. 
right now trade is offering new subscribers a total of $30 off your first order plus free shipping when you go to drinktrade.com slash SGP that's more than 40 cups of coffee for free get started by taking their quiz at drinktrade.com slash SGP and let trade find you a coffee you'll love that's drinktrade.com slash SGP for $30 off Did you know that browsing online using incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? That's right, without added security, you might as well give away all your private data to hackers, advertisers, your ISP, and other prying eyes. That's why I use IPVanish VPN to make it easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet. IPVanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting 100% of your data. This means that your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. It's that simple. You can use IPVanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing on speed. I'm talking your computers, tablets, phones, even devices like your Fire Stick when you're streaming media. Whether I'm at home or in public, I don't go online anymore without using IPVanish. IPVanish is offering an incredible 70% off their yearly plan for our listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee, and that's just like getting nine months for free. IP Vanish is super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're instantly protected. You won't even know it's on. Stop sharing with the world everything you stream, everything you search for, and everything you buy. Take your privacy back today with the brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. So go to IPVanish.com SGP and use promotional code SGP and claim your 70% savings. That's IPVanish.com SGP. Welcome back to the Tilted Landshark Podcast. Here we go. The three games that we have just been dangling in front of you, like uh, some sort of damn cat toy or a, like a laser pointer for kittens. A lot of cat imagery going on right here. <laughs> you I'm not, love on, the cat. On, on, I hate cats. This is the fucked up part. So honestly, I don't know <laughs> how this came to be. Uh, but here we go. Our three grand marquee games. Um, can you say the name of the first team for me? It is still too hard emotionally. Yeah, the team of uh, just earmuffs, Chase earmuffs. Yeah, the Philadelphia Phoenix are traveling to Toronto. Uh, got it out of the way. Go ahead and finish. Yeah. What's, what's the spread? What's the total? Well, Where's the uh, money line at? It, it's still heartbreaking because I, uh, when you said earmuffs, what I did was just clutch my headphones closer to my ears and make it louder. Apparently, all right. Uh, <laughs> Philadelphia is a four and a half point favorite. Total set at thirty eight and a half minus eight hundred on the money line for Philly. Toronto plus 500. How demoralized is Philly right now? I'll tell um, you. Extremely, extremely demoralized. Um, that's Oh, man. That, that's this the, is all after, emotion for you. This is, it's, it's coming out. It's coming out. I can't stop it. It's just, I'm a volcano of emotion right now. So. Oh, no. I feel like, I feel like Philly is just like, is, you know, fucking... I don't know what to say other than they probably feel injured. They, they they probably feel. I broke my back. What do you mean by that? You my broke back, back is broken. What a vertebrae or, or well, what portion? Spinal. Yeah, they they have to feel like DC broke that spinal last week. So I mm-hmm. uh, they played, they broke it themselves. Uh, yeah, they nothing did. against they... DC, but man, Philly. Sorry, that yeah. team blew the game twice. Yeah. Um, now they have that, to go to Canada. Yeah, that that team is it. The team itself is in a wheelchair because they shot off both of their feet in two weeks. Yeah. And uh, so I'm taking Toronto uh, plus the four and a half. But 
I don't know. I haven't looked at the weather. You said something about it being nice in Montreal. Uh, in my mind, everything in Toronto is like, or everything in Canada is like 12 hours apart, but I think we found that they're actually closer. Uh, so I am going to say the weather's nice and I'm going to go with the over 38 and a half here. Um, yeah, I was going to talk about this total for a little bit because this number makes no sense to me. None. Zero. They have it at 38 and a half. Um, I think what went into the factor here for the sports book is the last time these two teams played, it was a 18, 14 matchup where Philly won. So the total 32, uh, which is well under this shot, but both teams are more than capable of scoring into the twenties. You give them a good weather game. Um, it's going to be like a showcase game. So Philly is fighting to maintain the number three spot in the East, even though they lost the last two games, Toronto needs to not only win, but win with style. They need to win by, I think, four or five-plus points. And then if they could do that, the rest is pretty easy for them to make the playoffs. Um, I'm going to fade the road team here going into Canada. I think Toronto has a lot to play for. They may have the edge on the motivational side just because they've got to win by a certain amount to kind of make their playoff hopes a little brighter. Uh, So, yeah, Toronto plus four and a half. Um, and yeah, the over 38 and a half. How if we share a lock, we can each have four locks. How's that? Sort of splitting a lock, yeah. I know they're one lock a piece, but it's I know, gonna be the I, same lock. I know, I know lock. I was just eating pasta, but I'm not gonna lady in the trampet with you, dude. Um, yeah, <laughs> we'll, um, call it, we'll call this the pod lock. Listen, I, I feel like you should just live a free lifestyle, do what brings you happiness. So if you were to lock, do get lock. And I, I I don't necessarily have to have another lock. I can get pleasure in other ways. So uh yeah, if this is your this is your fourth lock, yeah, man. Do you do you, bro. I'm just I'm a fickle man when it comes to the locks. I can't. Locks, they mean a lot. The locks mean a lot for sure. But you yeah, no. Um Toronto plus four and a half, over thirty-eight and a half. I think we see like a 22 20 game or a 23 to 22 game something like that all right so next game is in the central i'm gonna let zach refresh you on on the angle when it comes to this spread total but before he before he does that i'm just gonna go ahead and give you my play because this is sort of just like an automatic gambling sports gambling move for me here so uh it is chicago minnesota minnesota a minus one and a half favorite looks like 41 and a half is the total and Chicago's plus 145 on the money line, Minnesota minus 180. Listen, if it's within two points, if it is within two points, then you can always go ahead and just give me the dog on the money line if it's plus money, plus 145. You can book me in for Chicago plus 145, which I guess by default means I'm Chicago plus one and a half. And uh, I keep ch- chasing uh, unders with Minnesota. I feel like that's skewing my my record a little bit, but I'm going to do it again. I'm going under 41 and a half in this game. Um, <coughs> yeah, this is the kind of game where uh, stats and numbers don't really mean anything because uh, you're kind of looking at what the top two teams in the central. Mm-hmm. Uh, they both split a game apiece, kind of by two or three goals. So I'm going to throw away the numbers angle for this one. And I'm going to go off my initial prediction that started the year. Now I saw a glimpse of how good Minnesota could be. Mm-hmm. Um, it sucks that they lost in Madison because this kind of kills my argument a little bit. But if we could <clears throat> disregard that game, um, which you can't really easily do, 
I still think Minnesota has a better team than Chicago. I think Minnesota has a stronger message and goal for this year than Chicago after that heartbreaking loss in the playoffs last year. And I think Minnesota understands that this game is the game that could kind of help them get to Madison for the final four. Um, I'm going to go Minnesota minus one and a half. And last week I kind of gave a jumbled explanation of this whole minus one and a half taking the favorite. This is a situation here where if you're scared about the spread, don't be. If you like Minnesota, just take the minus one and a half. All right. Instead of getting minus 180 odds on Minnesota to win outright, just get the minus one and a half at minus 110. More than likely with the win, you'll get the cover. So I'm going to go Minnesota minus one and a half. Um, that's all gut handicap, and I just think Minnesota's the better team. No Nate Golf for Chicago. Guy's balling out down in Birmingham right now. It's going to help hurt the defense a little bit for Chicago. Mm-hmm. I think Minnesota's at full strength for this one. Playing in the World Games in Birmingham, Alabama, because when I think of worldly cities in the United States, Birmingham, Alabama is the first thing that comes to mind. It's like a little Europe. Here we go. Second best city in the 50th best state. Oh, my <laughs> God. For all so, my Alabama just- fans. Just a, just a sidebar here. Uh, today, I, I was going through my, uh, you know, like iPhone, Apple News, and uh, there was a CNB that was like uh, the top 10 worst states to live in right now. And I live in Arkansas. I'm pretty familiar with the, these types of lists. And I was looking through. I didn't even read. I was just scrolling See, through. I was just scrolling no through. No offense, but everyone in the South is familiar with these kind of lists. It's true. This is true. But so I, I, I saw it. And I was like, oh, man. Oh, God. All right. I'm just going to scroll through. Here we go. Ten. OK, well, this isn't good. We're going to be we're going to be like number. What are we going to be like? Number five. Get get down. Number five. It's like, oh, shit. We're, we're we are in the top five. Four. No, not us. Three. Not us. Two. Not us. One. It starts with the AR, but it's Arizona. And I was like, oh, thank God. We avoided a list for the first time in, in, in known history. Um, hell yes, that's a win. Speaking of lists, I guess, uh, we've got Colorado taking on San Diego in our final grand marquee game. And we've been talking about the, the locks a lot. Uh, we, f- we forgot my, my, my boys in the dog pound talking about those <coughs> dogs. I might have a dog cooking here. You tell me what you got. Um, okay. Let's give you some facts here. Weather is Southern Cal. Weather's going to be great. Some of the best ultimate <laughs> right. weather you can ask for. Yeah. Unless it's um, fire. That's really the only time that there's yeah the fire and dry. They ran out of water. You got to w- ration your waters playing ultimate right. out there. I don't, I don't know what's going on. Both rosters look pretty full. Uh, first time around Colorado beat San Diego in Colorado, 27, 21, uh, even though they did, couldn't cover against San Diego. Besides that, Colorado 7-1 ATS in the last eight. Okay, so here's where I stand. Five and a half, first off, easy play here. This number's way too big. Uh, San Diego at home, they're still that same. They're, they're the same team plus some more talent that made it to the Final Four last year. People tend to forget that. Um, but here is, you said there was a dog cooking. I said earlier in the show I may have matched your plus 600 dog. I'm going to sprinkle some of the money line here. I'm going to sprinkle some money on San Diego plus 600. You thunder the stealing son of a bitch. I oh. had to talk first because you hinted at what you wanted. Go ahead. Give yeah. me why you think San Diego is going to win this game. Uh, I, I think it's because I uh, was it. Colorado has 
uh, I think a four and a half game lead in, in their division. Like, what are they, what are they playing for? What are they really playing for? Like they, I, so I understand that there are people in the world like Kobe Bryant, they're like Michael Jordan who just like refuse to lose at, at things ever, no matter what it is, they're going to be just mm-hmm. uber competitive. <coughs> Those people don't play ultimate Frisbee. Um, you know, we're, we're not, they're not above just showing up to a game still drunk from the night before being like, ah, fuck it. So, uh, I feel like this is a, ah, fuck it game. And I feel like this is, a really kind of a get momentum going into the next season game for San Diego. Yeah. Uh, so I, I mean, plus, you know, what was it ever Shapiro added an extra, extra joint to his ankle, uh, a couple of weeks ago. I, I mean, I'm pretty certain he's still out because just based on that picture alone, uh, because there was way too much of his of surface area of his foot touching the ground. Um, Everest is actually on LA. What? Hold on. He won't be, he won't be playing against, uh, Son of a or Colorado here. Let me see if he's, I was, I, I got Marcel, I got more, uh, you know, uh, I got Marcel blinders when it comes to LA players. There's only one LA player in my heart and it's Marcel Osborne. Um, one that takes it, but still, I, I don't think, I don't think Colorado's going to give a shit about this game. It's just like, Hey, let's hang out. Let's hang out in uh, San Diego. Check out La Jolla, you know, maybe go through yeah. Del Mar, you know, check it out. Uh, hell, I mean, they're a week away from, from Del Mar start horse racing. Maybe we'll go, you know, pet some horses, feed them carrots, shush them inexplicably. Hey, 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 buddy. Like you do when you're messing with horses. So yeah, give me, give me, give me the, the big jugs of beer, the growlers, give me them lally paps. Uh, I feel good about this plus, I feel good about this plus 600. I think one, we're going to see San Diego at least be in the game late. So we'll have a good sweat. I, yeah. Part of the reason why I like to gamble is to sweat a little bit, right? I, yeah, it's not a lifestyle. I'm not trying to make a living here. I'm trying to have some fun watching Ultimate. This game is going to be a lot of fun having San Diego on the money line. Oh yeah, and listen, if you live in the southeastern United States and you hear a loud thunder that just makes your ass cheeks clap together, it wasn't thunder. It's me and Zach high fiving after we hit the plus six hundred on the uh, on the uh, the growlers here on the on the, the, uh, the fighting Paul Lallies. Check your Twitter Friday night. It's going to be all over the place. That's. I feel like I'm listening to the January 6th com- <laughs> committee. Like, it's like, w- we'll be wild. Um, <laughs> all right. So that that's our grand marquee games. Uh, I think that is it for us on the, on the Tilted Landshark podcast. We've knocked out week 12. We've given you dogs. <coughs> we've given you well over our uh, allotment of locks because we've decided to live in a, just a free society where people do what feels good. And giving out like four locks felt good. Um, There's no rules. So it is all right. End of the game and a quick update. It was an under in the beard pasta. Mm-hmm. Not not a we we had one early in the game, but uh, yeah, kind of annexed it. It's gone. I don't. The dog probably got a hold of it, but yeah. Well, it might have been two because I'm looking at myself in my monitor and I'm not sure if it's just that one super gnarly gray hair I have in my beard or if it was actually a piece of pasta. I don't know how silver my pasta was before I started eating it. <laughs> um, Anywho, Chase, I've got some bad news. No, never mind. Okay, we uh, did for three of the nine games against the spread. Okay, not bad. We yeah. we can't be you know agreeing on everything here. So no, no, because then you're just Burton okay. Ernie at that point. Then you're just Burton Ernie at that point. And you know what, yeah, Burton Ernie just don't do. What's that? They don't play with hammers. 
because they're nothing. We're out!